got to be aware of the inbounder here if you're Philly. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? And y'all just heard the game winner that was sunken by Kawhi. Why not Leonard in the dying seconds of the Raptors 76ers game seven? Man, it was crazy. What can I say? First things first, before I get into it, man. I am GHNO1 Blogger, and this is the GHNO1 Blogger Report, Podcast 9. The Raptors win Game 7, 90-92. Let's go. Wow. I told myself I wasn't going to watch this game, because every time I watch the Raptors, the Raptors give me heart palpitations, I get anxiety. Everything in the English book that you could describe as nerves, I have. So I told myself I wasn't. But I ended up watching the game. And Kawhi, yes, Our Toronto Raptors, Kawhi, delivered us to game, delivered us out of game seven. Oh, you should have seen what was going through my mind when Kawhi took that shot and it bounced and bounced and bounced some more. It gave me flashbacks of Vince Carter Versus the 76ers versus Allen Iverson, where I believe we, we lost 87 88. And I said, Man, oh man, I hope these basketball gods do something 13, 14 years later, 18 years later, or whatever the stat is. It bounced in our favor. And now your Toronto Raptors are in the Eastern Conference final for the first time since Bismarck Biyombo was here. As I said, I'm not really going to get into statistics because I'm excited. I know Kawhi was excited for the moment and now he's over it. But just imagine the energy that was in the ACC. Just imagine the energy that was all over Toronto. Even funny enough, Jamaica. There's a video that came out of Jamaica that 
Raptor fans were even celebrating over there, man. It's a worldwide thing, bro. Raptors to the world. All right, guys. Let's get into the game a little bit. As I said before, Raptors won 90-92. It wasn't, it wasn't a pretty game the Raptors played. Don't get me wrong. In the fourth quarter, the Raptors looked like they were shook. Everybody just kept on passing up shots like, Oh, I don't want the ball. Oh, I'm going to miss. Let's give the ball to Kawhi. Guys, you can't keep doing that. I get where you're coming from. It's nerve-wracking, but you got to try. It reflected even in the points. If you really look at the board, yes, Kawhi scored a whole 41 points. Kyle Lowry scored 10. Pascal Siakam scored 11. Ibaka scored 17, which was really impressive, man. Gasol scored 7. Danny Green scored 2. At the end of the day, the Raptors need, need to do better. And as I said in my previous podcast, Raptors needed to play defense in order to win this series. And they did. And they came out on top. Sorry, Joel Embiid. Sorry, Mr. Cameroon. I am sorry. But I'm not sorry. Tell her you are going home. But it's okay. Tell her it's okay. You have your millions to dry your eyes. And your, your Kim Kardashian-like girlfriend that you are hugging and kissing in the hallway of the Toronto Raptors Arena. As we call now Scotiabank Arena because you already know because of corporate things. It went from Air Canada to Scotiabank. And, you know, it doesn't make sense that Tangerine is the official bank of Toronto Raptors because Scotiabank is also. But, you know, let's bring it back to the game. <sighs> I don't care what anybody says. This is the biggest, the biggest shot in Raptors history. The memes that I've seen on Instagram, the voiceovers I've seen all over the social media, like, it was crazy. Yo, my boy Kawhi came out and did his thing. I believe he scored like 15 points for the Raptors in that last cue alone. And yo... I got to give a big shout out to uh, Kyle Lowry too, man. Kyle Lowry is getting those boards and rebounding and passing the ball out. And everyone was just like, no, I don't want to shoot it. I don't want to shoot it. Yo, where's Kawhi? Where's Kawhi? Where's Kawhi? Kawhi is the X factor for the Raptors. If you want to know how to beat the Raptors, it's plain and simple. Kawhi always goes to his right. You force Kawhi to the right-hand side. Sorry, the left-hand side. You're going to make it much more of a difficult shot for him. Ben Simmons tried his best. Joel Embiid tried his best. But Kawhi was destined. And he sank that bad boy. And just the way I saw emotion on his face. First of all, Kawhi is not a guy that shows any emotion. But in this game, the way he was yelling after he scored that shot. The response in my mind was like, and I am out. Me I get to you. Me I get to you. Me I get to you. 
But yeah, man, that game was crazy. The way I jumped up and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, ECF final. Like, <sighs> it, it, it was something unimaginable. Like, you would think like, oh my goodness, like visions of Vince Carter's mixed shot that it would be the same thing. Mm-mm. Kawhi got us. Kawhi has our back. Regardless of anything, he's like, yo, if nobody's going to come up clutch, I'm going to do it. Now everybody's sitting there and saying that and getting salty about the DeMar DeRozan Kawhi trade. This is the reason why we traded up for him. You got to go forward if you're looking at things like this. DeMar DeRozan wouldn't have got us over the hump like this. If you see the emotion from Masai Ujiri, the GM, the way this guy hugged and was all in his feelings when he hugged Kalari, you could tell like this moment was for everybody. But the most important moment was for him because everybody was getting on Masai Ujiri for this trade. All the way down from load management. Is he going to be loyal to Toronto? He's a lone player one year. I'm not going to lie. Me too, man. I felt a way. I was just like, yo, like, why are you getting a man to come to Toronto for like a season and come play ball? Like, he's not going to play hard, bro. I, I figured that same thing too. But you know what? I said, you know, I was in my feelings when the trade happened for like a day. You can check social media. You can see like I had like a whole printout. But then I realized to myself, said, nah, you know what? You got to get your head in the game. I came off my emotions and I was like, yo, bro, the trade is good. The trade is amazing. We didn't just get Kawhi. We also got Danny Green. Yeah, Danny Green hasn't done so well in the playoffs yet. But you know what? Danny Green's going to come out. We know Danny Green. This is Danny Green from San Antonio Spurs. He's going to come out hard versus the Milwaukee Bucks. But I said to myself, this is the first time. This is the first time the Raptors have ever had a superstar within his time. And what I mean by within his time is Raptors used to get like players like Jermaine O'Deal, which was he was over his time. We had guys like Akeem Olajuwon over his time. We had guys like Antonio Davis, way past their time. We had Chauncey Billups early before he blew up in the NBA. Yeah, we had guys like Damon Stoudemire, Mighty Mouse, we drafted. We had Vince Carter. Yeah, it didn't go so well, but you already know MLSC management is kind of messed up. I kind of fuck up things, but you know, yeah, I swear, I swear on my podcast, yeah, it happens. But this is the first time the Raptors actually traded up and got a superstar and not just any superstar this is a superstar that won a ring with the san antonio spurs organization greg popovich tim duncan bruce bowen manu ginobili like the names go on like i don't even need to continue to you know roll off the names but he came from a big organization and he brought that mentality over here 
yes, everybody's just like, you know what? It all really comes down to. The farther we go is what keeps Kawhi in Toronto. If that ball did not go in, Kawhi would have been gone. Yes, everybody's emotions is up in there, all excited. But hey, guys, I hate to put it to you, but if we do not go to the NBA Finals, it's going to be a tough one. I don't think Kawhi's thing. Remember, Kawhi is a player that wants to win, that loves to win, that has that killer instinct, that like that black mamba, that that like black mamba mentality. He is obsessed with winning, wants to win. That's why he's put the Raptors on his back the whole playoffs. When you look at the statistics, I believe he's averaging like 33, 34 points per game. Yeah, everybody's getting that. Also, Kyle Lowry and stuff. But when you actually even look at the statistics back again, Kawhi's outperforming in the first round. He scored more points than Vucevic, who plays with Orlando. After this round, he ended up sinking more points than, what's his name? Butler, I believe. And him and Butler are like, Bati on bench, like, them are friends. But yeah, man, back to the Kawhi factor, man. Kawhi leaves Toronto. Toronto becomes a mediocre team five, six, for five, six years. Tops. We got to dig in deep, man. Y'all dudes got to help him. We got to come. This is the Eastern Conference final, bro. We're facing the Greek freak and the Milwaukee Bucks. But again, honestly, in sports, sometimes you got to win ugly. And the Raptors won ugly, 92 to 90. They did what they were supposed to do. Kawhi put us on his back. Yo, shout out to Serge Ibaka, man. He... Ibaka came with 17 points. Like, my dog came hard, bro. He came hard. That dude wasn't playing. My dude was like, yo, I want to go to our Eastern Conference Final. I will do anything possible. That's why they call me Mafuzi. Mafuzi the chef. Mafuzi put on his chef hat and he's like, yo. Curry's cooking on the west. I'm cooking on the east. Yo, I just have to do my thing. So we go to Eastern Conference Final. And boom. This is where we at now. Eastern Conference Final. Raptors, Bucks, the number one, number two. The best two teams in the NBA right now, man. The funny thing about this is, even if you're not a fan of any team, this is a beautiful matchup for all the neutrals. This is what the NBA has been missing. I'm going to declare it now. I'm going to say it. The winner of the Bucks raptors will win the NBA Finals. I don't care what Portland's bringing. I don't care what the Warriors are bringing. Yeah, the Warriors have Kevin Durant, KD. Oh, that's cute. That's macaroni for me, bro. Um, Portland has CJ McCollum. And they also have Damian Lillard. Yeah, that's cute. But Raptors and Bucks. It is what it is, bro. Overall, I'm saying, yo, Raptors need to play better. They need to put the balls in the net. 
as I said, it was beautiful. This is a new series. Raptors need to go hard. Raptors need to be lights out. None of this fear the deer bullshit. We are the Raptors. We are those dinosaurs. We are the dinos. We the North. We got to do this. Anyways. Next game's coming up. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Feel free to leave your voice messages. Holla at your boy on social media. I'm GHN01 Blogger. Ghana's number one blogger. GHN01 Blogger Report. You can check out this podcast via all streaming platforms available, which is Apple Podcast, Anchor, Google Play. Even you can even Spotify this. But yeah, I'm your host, Ghana's number one blogger again. Thank you. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Let's go Raptors. Boom. We out. Yeah, what I forgot to mention on the podcast was what was really interesting about Kawhi's shot. A lot of people didn't even realize that what he said in the press conference was when he came up short, um, when I believe four of his shots actually hit the rim. Two were when I believe he was trying to cut in, took a shot he missed, I believe it was a two-pointer, and also the shot that he missed at the free throw line. What he said is he's seen that Joel Embiid was coming and he realized that he had to have a higher arc. And just imagine when we talk about switches, when we talk about something that you would refer to as having the ability to change your tactics according to the team that you're facing. Kawhi knows how to do that in games. And I thought that was really impressive that he did that. And, you know, that entirely, that mentality alone is what brought the Raptors to the promised land. I mean, another thing also you can look at in the game. Yes, I talked about the Raptors' terrorist defense. Talking about even, oh, I just remembered. A lot of people didn't talk about this, but um, there was a sports commentator. I believe her name was Rosalind. A girl, a girl from Ni- a girl that's actually of Nigerian descent, and she was saying that Joel Embiid ha- can speak English. No, sorry, it's not Joel Embiid can speak English. Joel Embiid is actually a French speaker because obviously him being from Cameroon, Pascal Siakam also from Cameroon can also speak French. But on the other side too, Mafuzi, aka Serge Ibaka has the ability to speak a plethora of languages. Um, He speaks French. He speaks Spanish. He speaks English. And I believe um, Lingala, yes. Lingala Lingala is also spoken in Congo. There's a difference between the Democratic Republic of Congo and then there's also Congo. Just for our viewers out there that don't know the differentiation between African countries. And there's like 53 countries in Africa, by the way. But yeah. Um... Yeah, whenever they needed like a double cover on Joel Embiid, Serge Ibaka and Paul Gasol 
sorry, not Paul Gasol, I keep messing this up, uh, Marc Gasol would speak Spanish to each other if they needed double coverage. And Joel Embiid would not be able to understand that. But, you know, that's another thing for a lot of reviewers that, yeah, man, speaking a second language or a third language, being bilingual is a very powerful tool in life, not just basketball. Me, myself, I can speak English, obviously. I can speak the beautiful language from Ghana, which is Cree. Hi, at the same. I hope everybody's good. Um, but that's not the only language in Ghana. And, you know, other languages here and there, but I'm not going to really put it out there as yet because I'm still trying to develop, you know. Shout out to my God, people, yo. Teo, yo, ten. But yeah, that was um, another thing that I would just like to add to this beautiful podcast. But yeah, again, thank you for following the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are wonderful. I know it's only been the ninth episode or ninth podcast, and you guys have been hanging in there with me. I love you guys, man. You guys are definitely important to me. This podcast will be nothing about, will be nothing without y'all. So I'm signing off again. Haven't forgot anything else. All the information that I needed to put in this podcast is there. And I'm your host, GHNO1Blogger. Holla to your boy. GHNO1Blogger podcast. Episode podcast nine. We out.